0: Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of the On the Block podcast with Andrew Yallo, yours truly. I'm joined today with my good friends, Jaden and Ethan. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves?
1: Hello. Hello. I'm Jay. Um, I'm from New Jersey. I'm a lifeguard. I played in Big Brother Minecraft season six all the way back in 2018. I've been a fan of Andrew since 2016 all the way, you know, season one, 2015, 2016. And I'm very excited
0: to be here today. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Smooth. And then
2: hello, everyone. My name is Ethan slash smooth. Uh, I am now 19. I am from Ohio. I played in Nightmare Island, and that was back, I think, also in 2018. And, you know, this is a great opportunity, and this is going to be a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. And for those that may not know me, I don't know how you'd even find this podcast, but (laughs) uh, my name is Andrew. I am the host and creator of Big Brother Minecraft uh, and my own Minecraft survivor, and I just do a bunch of Minecraft game shows on uh, my YouTube channel, and I've been doing it for about like, seven, eight years at this point, and it's been a fun time. I've met Jaden and Smooth through this process, Uh, and it's been a a great time. So uh, basically today, we're here to basically kind of give you a behind-the-scenes look and uh, some insight about how my latest show that just came out today, um, Big Brother Minecraft Season 8, and it's been a long-awaited project. I've been hyping this up for a very long time. And the reason why Jaden and Smoother here today is because they helped me bring this series up from the ground up um, from the past few years. Um, I think they both started on production for Season 7 and at the moment we are currently producing uh, Season 9. We're working on that at the moment. but. Um, Right now, we're just going to kind of give you a little recap of the episode you may have just saw. So if you haven't seen the first episode of Big Brother Minecraft Season 8, I do recommend you go and and check it out now. Um, So what do we think, guys? What do we think? So we had a a live move-in, we had a head of household competition, and we had a groundbreaking twist that just happened. So uh, what do you guys have any thoughts on, on what just happened in this episode
1: uh, I think this was the best edited episode in Big Brother Minecraft history. Um, everything was just so professional from the beginning to the cold open to the, um, the just even like the, the small things like the competition starting. Like Everything was just so amazing um, with the way it was put together. And I just want to give you props Andrew, do that. Um, seeing the evolution from... Uh, what was it Sony Vegas 13 or oh, whatever yeah. it was oh, called yeah. so now where you're doing like a professional like television grade product I just wanted to say that um, that was one of the big things I saw when I was watching through was oh, like appreciate the, that man yeah
0: customism. appreciate that Um. Smooth. Sure, sure. yeah smooth so what was your kind of initial reaction so like so from being able to work on a show like this I want to ask you and then mm-hmm. getting to see the final product the episode and the final stages of the episode uh, being edited like what's What's the feeling for you when you are able to see a project that you've worked on finally get put out?
2: It it just feels like so fulfilling because we worked for so long to put these shows together and to just see at least the first episode of a final project being finished. It just feels like all of your hard work has now been published in like you just feel like so great that you got to help with something that is really cool. It's just really cool to see how you you impact in a project like this. Like at work, you don't always get that kind of thing. But like being able to just see something like this, yeah. it's almost like a movie. Oh, yeah. It's just like you get to see the final project be put together.
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree on that. I think uh I'm very excited to see what the viewers think of this first episode. I think uh I think this is de- I've been hyping this up for so long and I don't think there's a a reason against the hype. Like there there is certainly like the hype is here for this season. I'm super excited. I think the cast delivered um and you guys are going to see like these future episodes, they're going to give you I think it's content that I don't even think the real Big Brother uh it can even like uh compete against. Like it really is just something about these hardcore and and diehard fans of of the real show that want to come and compete on a on a virtual version that will really play their hearts out, and especially because we're giving away a real cash prize this time. So I think that that really set the stakes higher to a new level like never before, and it's something to really Oops. be excited oh. about. So um, I just want to kind of touch up on like how this whole project began because obviously it's June 2023 right now. And we started working on this show last summer and July of 2022. And we just started forming a crew together. So obviously, you know, we said it earlier, Smooth and Jay, they were kind of like my two right hand men uh, that were working on season seven with me. And I only had these two guys I didn't really have any other crew the day of that were really helping me out with it. And so we definitely needed to assemble a a larger team and we did just that. And we had meetings and loads of round of casting and it was, it was a fun time. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything to really input about that, but it was, it was a super interesting experience because we had never really taken a project as serious as this one. I think it really shows in the end.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, Definitely. I think so. I, the viewers don't know. I go to a film school and, like, just seeing the, like, the professionalism not just in the edit but of everything behind the scenes like it was crazy with the the working crew lists we had all the documents that were everywhere with all the stuff that was getting planned for you know this is what we need to have done by this day and this is the competition we need to have done um by the next day here here's uh, the cast interviews to watch give me notes um and it's so interesting because it's like on you know a big tv set they have so many people doing all these different jobs but for this it's such a it's a smaller crew that is doing oh, yeah. everything but mm-hmm. so, like the same people that are in the casting meetings are also on the server building the competitions and it's really cool that you know you get a close-knit team like that uh to to really put together everything and um it, it's, it's just an awesome experience
0: yeah i'm glad that you touched mm-hmm. up on that because it is true like we only have a ca- I, I think that our crew size was we have 13 people working on the show and it may not seem yeah. like it may not seem like it's uh it's a lot but i mean for us like we have a lot of people putting on hands-on work Um, We have people doing confessionals in the diary room. We have people that are building the challenges with me. Um, We have people doing research for us and just creating twists and, and throwing out ideas um, to help us out when we're trying to schedule out the show and we're making time sheets and we're trying to, you know, keep everything on schedule. Um, I do believe that when we filmed the season, it it took 17 and a half hours. (laughs) We had only only planned uh, to have it be 12 to 13. And, you know, sometimes, things don't work out the way we want, but that just goes, that's just what goes into doing these shows, you know, like uh, on a real yeah. film set, you know, you're, you're shooting a, a show for nothing longer than 12 hours. If it goes over 12 hours, then you're getting paid overtime, but we're just putting in this work and we're playing a video game. So, you know, obviously we're not on our feet all day, but I mean, the mental strain of just looking at a screen all day, it's tough. And the, and the contestants are really getting thrown through the ringer. Um, For this show Mm -hmm. and it's not a it's something that a lot of people don't really realize they may think that we shoot the show in uh you know multiple days but this is a one take show we do this all in one day it's one session and the reason why we've done it this way is because we want to capture all of the conversations and all the strategy on you know on on audio like we don't want anything happening outside of the game in private messages we want to capture all of it on video and on the day of um so i think it's a really important thing that we do and that's why we do them you know 17 and a half hours straight um so i think i want to kind of just dive a little bit into this first episode because the viewers have just seen it coming to this podcast they're like well let's let's hear some behind the scenes insight so the key reveals i want to i want to tell everybody of how this happened So they may have looked very, very staged. They may have looked very uh, scripted, but they actually weren't. Um, What we tell the cast, and this is maybe telling everybody our secret formula for how we do the show, but we tell the cast, hey, we're going to have you hop on our Minecraft server. We're going to do a camera test with you, and we want to kind of get your reaction about just you know, seeing certain things in the server, like the Minecraft server. Like, we want to see if you can log on and all this shit. So when they log on to the server, we have already built a set for these guys to walk in on. So like let's say for Brian, for example, like he was a high school student. So we had to build a classroom and an outside of a school for him just to just to find his big brother key. Like that's just a simple work that goes into making the show. So for all 14 of the house guests, we had to make sets for each of them to go and find their keys and a lot of them they're finding their keys for the first time and they're they're confused they're like what's going on and we have to tell them like yeah no this is your you made it on the show so it's a very rewarding experience just to kind of get like the raw genuine reaction of everyone finding their key for the first time so that's how we do it and that's why we're doing it i feel like that had been a part missing from the show for a long time and i wanted to kind of like add that into our show um because it's something that Real Big Brother does. And we wanted to somehow incorporate that and do it so it's legit and it's real. We did the key reveals. That's awesome. Everyone knows they're out there on the show. Uh, we have, you know, tons of backups waiting to be on just in case people don't show up. But we have our final 14 cast and they move into the house. And it's awesome. We, we These guys are, are meeting each other for the first time. They're getting to, you know, kind of scope each other out and try to get everyone's first impressions. And you may notice that a few of these guys, or a few of these you know guys and girls, they they may have known each other before, and that's because uh, when we post our videos and and these videos go out to the public, like we have a community that's being formed uh, just because of it. We have a we have a viewer base that's growing with every season, and so you know you may see a familiar face if you get cast on the show because you may have seen them in the comment section or in our Discord server. So when casting a season, it's definitely super difficult to cast people that don't know each other but we try our best um does anybody here want to kind of touch up on that
2: what we try to do with our casting process is we try to make sure that all these people know as few people as possible now there is going to be some overlapping because it's just almost impossible for that to happen but especially within the community like I think in this cast, we only had like a couple people in the community. And obviously I think it was female and Liz, I think are the two main ones that are like pointing out. So they knew each other going in and they had that conversation in the bathroom, but besides them, there wasn't like a huge, a huge like amount of people that knew each other from the community. Like we saw in previous seasons. Yeah, exactly. So we always try to make sure that uh, these people don't know as many people as possible so they can all come into the game with a clean slate and there's no past game uh, like past game, either like bitterness or alliances still forming from other games just to make sure it's fair for everyone.
0: Yeah, I I think that's very fair. And uh, as you guys may or may not know, but there, yes, there is a giant game show community that's been formed over the past few years, like past decade that these have been going on. And so obviously, yeah, other people host shows. I'm not the only one, but, um, when you get to the show is as big as mine and it's, it's at this, at this, uh, at this scale, it's, it's really difficult to cast people. So like, for example, like, like, uh, smooth and Jay said, like Liz was one of these people that we wanted to cast, um, that we've been, you know, we've been friends with Liz for about four years now. And we weren't sure if she was going to belong on this cast because she just knows a lot of people. She hosts her own shows um they're not recorded but she hosts a lot of unrecorded shows in discord and um it was just something that we knew going into it that like oh she may know a few of these people so some of these people that she knew were aiden bemo uh ivy and you know it's a risk that we had to take but i don't think it necessarily you know without spoiling anything i don't really necessarily think it it um it mattered in the long run i think that when you're in a game with 13 other strangers um yes you're quick to jump to those people that you are comfortable with but i don't think it necessarily was uh, was that big of a deal and and we knew that going into mm-hmm. it so we 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 put the faith in the house guests that they're going to respect the the way that the show is run um but that's about it with uh with with that whole topic of like people knowing each other. Cause obviously like you go into, you know, you want you as a viewer, you're going into it and you're watching it and you're like, Oh wait, how do they know each other? Like they're supposed to be all strangers, yeah. but you know, it's, it's just something that comes with doing these shows. You know, you can't really yeah. escape that.
1: And it's also something that happened in the real show. I remember in uh what was it? BB 21. I think there was one where it was like, um, what was it? Christy and Tommy, oh, yeah. like they, they, yeah. they were, yeah. uh, they, they had a really close connection. They just happened to be on the same season. Yeah. Um, which like crazy stuff like that happens. But as they said, it's just hard to cast people that don't really know of each other or know each other in this community. Um, you know, being Zipopoli, we're going to get into that, but they, yeah. that was, a whole case. <laughs> but, um, yeah, stuff like BMO and Liz, it's like, you have to kind of weigh the idea of like, you know, is it worth it to put someone in the cast? Um, and is do, like, cause also, um, knowing people doesn't automatically mean they're going to be in an alliance because we, it's just a risk that we have to kind of uh, analyze beforehand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Cause you know, when you get out there and there's $500 in the line, like all bets are off, Like exactly. you're going to kind yeah. of what you need to do. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's all I really got in that category. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll touch up on the whole beans and Popoli thing. Cause I know there's going to be a lot of <laughs> questions about how they ended up on the show together as exes and like, if that's even real. So I'll touch up into that. I'll, so Popoli applied by himself. I thought he was hilarious and he was one of the first people that I had locked in like hundred percent and there was no way he was getting taken off the cast. He had probably one of the best application videos and him and I even just through the application process, like I just became friends with him. Like I just thought he was hilarious and I, I just liked his application and I just knew he was going to be one of those guys that I was going to be friends with after the show was over. So I just became very close with him. So the casting process started from August and it ran through September. So there was two months where we're just waiting to film the show, and we have sort of our cast figured out already. And uh, as the casting process was going on, I noticed that we needed more females. It was just a a lack of females applying, and this happens every year, and it's just an unfortunate fact, but we try to combat that every time by recruiting people and just searching for people that may be interested in in doing the show. So the way that we found Beans was I... stumbled upon Popoli's YouTube channel because it's one of the requirements of applying Is you have to send in a lot of your social media profiles. So I did some scouting on Popoli's channel and I saw he did a video with beans and it's not, it's not very common that you see uh female gamers playing Minecraft. It's it's just in my history of being in this community, there's not a lot of them. And I think even Liz said that in the, in the episode and she even said that there's not a lot of females that play Minecraft. Um, but that even know I could understand like what game shows are. And like, it's kind of the stuff that we do. So when we were, when I came across beans on Papoli's channel, I was like, there's some opportunity here. I could reach out to beans and say, Hey, do you want to play in this game? And not tell her that Popoli's in it. And that's exactly what I did. (laughs) I had her go through the application process. I had her do everything on her own and she did it. She applied and she got cast and she was told she was going to be on the show and she didn't know that Papoli was going to be on and Papoli didn't know that she was going to be on. So it was a real genuine surprise when they both saw each other in the show. Um, and Popoli took it a very strange way. He kind of like automatically outed mm-hmm. themselves as knowing each other. Um, the whole thing about them being exes, it's like it's it's kind of it's kind of like a joke. Like they dated for a Minecraft video, like a YouTube video. Um, but they actually did not date like it was just it was for jokes, but it kind of like the way that it resulted in the season at like without going into it, because you guys haven't seen the rest of the episodes yet, but it is sort of part of the storyline. So I won't touch up, up on it anymore, but it will be important down the line um, for the reason why they say that they dated. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, what was your guys's reactions when <laughs> when we put beans <laughs> on this cast with Papoli?
2: I'm not sure how active I was with the uh, casting process because I was in my first year of college, but I definitely thought it was good because if you have uh, two people that know each other that are not even in the community, that's like a separate relationship that no one knows about. Mm -hmm. So it's really good to have a different connection That's not just community form. Exactly. It's good to have that Mm. different connection. It's like two people know each other IRL. It's just like a different connection that is just based on their real life and not their virtual life. Like the rest of the relationships are formed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's so different than like, oh, well we played in this guy's game show together like (laughs) three weeks ago. (laughs) Um, It's, it's so different and it's, I thought like Popoli was like top of the list casting, as you said, he was like one of the greatest people, one of the greatest finds. So then Andrew comes to us and says, guys, I found Popoli's like ex-girlfriend, like <laughs> and she plays Minecraft, like should we get her on? And like, she seemed really cool. So we were all like, you know what, that'd be so fun. And like Smooth said, they're not from this community of game show people. So it was like, we felt like, okay, people might know of each other. So this might be, this might be a fun little twist to throw in um, as two people that don't really know anybody.
0: Yeah, and I think it makes sense because when you have people on the show as it is already, like you have Liz that knows BMO and Ivy and Aiden, it only makes it fair to throw in other people that know each other to kind of make it more fair because they're not really in the same community, but there are more people in the game that do know each other that aren't really involved with the same thing. So in my opinion, I do think it's one of those fair occasions where I'll allow it, I'll allow these people to know each other because it kind of like, kind of weighs each other out in my opinion. I think that that was... One of the fairest instances mm. I think we've had on the show before. Um, in seasons past, I can't say the same. I think that we've botched a lot <laughs> of casts. In the, I just will be straight up. I don't think we've done very well casting before. Um, but I think we, we kind of perfected it with Season 8. And I think even with uh, the next project after this, Eternal Oasis on uh, Minecraft Survivor, which you guys are going to see in the fall, hopefully... Um, that's going to be another great cast, which I can't wait to tell you who's on that one as well. But besides that, uh, I kind of want to get into this whole gender split thing because mm-hmm. we have one of the there first ever gender uh, split casts with uh, females and males. And I think this is a great thing that we're introducing to this series because it's only going to uh, influence more uh, and more people of different genders and and gender identities to to apply to the show and that's what we want. We want more people um that can represent other communities out there. So I think that's great. I think that having a bigger female presence on this cast is amazing. And I think it's definitely going to influence more females to want to do it because I feel like in the past when you have a majority of men on the cast or I wouldn't even say men but like boys <laughs> like I think that <laughs> I think that um you know, it may it may feel a little standoffish. Like females kind of are scared to apply because they don't feel like they have that sort of uh, security, and they don't have like other um, other women to kind of like uh, lean on. And so, I think that having a split cast is probably the greatest thing that we could have ever done. I think it's it makes it it makes it really fair. And I think um, I've been always trying to do it. I think that people have a misconception that we just don't want to cast females, but that's not really the case at all. And I'm glad that we're able Mm. to finally accomplish that. And it took a lot of hard work. Um, I don't think I'll ever be able to do it again. But hey, if you're a female out there and you're listening to this and you want to apply, definitely do it. It's so worth it. And the more women that apply, the better the show is going to be. So that's really all I got to say with that. Um, And because of the, the big gender split in this cast, we see... The rise of this new alliance called the Dolls. We have this new unspoken Mm -hmm. alliance called the Dolls. Uh, In Big Brother 23, you may have seen the Cookout Alliance. In Big Brother Minecraft 8, we have the Dolls. Um, You know, every single winner of my show has been uh, men. It's been all male winners. And we finally are seeing an uprising of females that want to stick together and I think it's really cool I think it's never been seen before and and smooth what was your yeah. kind of initial reaction when you saw it
2: um I thought it was very very cool because I'm not sure exactly how many females have been on your show but I think they're like maybe a total of 10 max before in this season mm-hmm. and we're basically doubling that just within this season exactly and I love seeing the diversity in cast because Back in, like, probably back in your former seasons, Andrew, I'm not sure, but like, you get these, oh, Big Brother Minecraft super fans, they're all the same person, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it's just not interesting if they're all from the same background and stuff. And that is, that's what's so interesting about having more females is, I mean, not to say that this is true, but I don't think most of them were like super fans of your show or Big Brother in general. Yeah. So, Even with having females on the cast, it does bring more diversity to the cast uh, for a gender split and for just the stereotype of the super fan. So I think it's really, really cool to see the women linking up because, as you said, we're kind of now seeing an uprising since we have a 7-7 split. Yeah. And it's really, really, at least for me, it's fun to see... How different it is from former seasons when there's only one or two women.
0: Yeah, I totally agree, and I think it's uh, it's a little interesting. Like we've never had this dynamic on the show before. We've never had the men versus the women, um, which you guys are going to see a lot more of that in the future episodes. Like not to kind of like spoil what's going to happen, but um, I mean, you do see that there is a uprising of an alliance called the Dulls, um, and it's only a matter of time before conflict starts. And that's all I'll say about that. Mm-hmm. But to kind of move on past that, um, we had our first head of household competition of the season. Uh, it was a kind of a a spin-off of a of our uh, regular sand silo competition, which I thought was awesome. Um, yes. I think uh, doing you know bringing back these OG comps are cool. I don't think they're I don't think it's boring to bring back old competitions. I think if you bring them back but change them up a little bit, make it more interesting. I think that's totally fine. Uh, and I am a huge fan of this sand silo comp. Uh, I thought it'd be cool if we did it reverse where it was instead of if you fall off, you're out. If you float away, you're out. So I thought it was really cool to do that. Um, We did it in rounds because obviously the backyard is only so big enough. And, you know, we're in Minecraft and we could make the backyard big. Um, We could expand our backyard and make it as big as we want. But I I want the experience to feel as immersive as possible. And it's something that I don't think a lot of other creators in the community or the game show, the Minecraft game show community uh, do. And the reason why I do this is to make it as immersive as possible, as if you were really on the show, but in a virtual world. So we make our backyard this is to scale as to what the real Big Brother house would be. And so yeah, so that may that may be a little bit difficult to do certain challenges. That's why we had to do this one in rounds. Um, but besides the fact, I mean, we saw some people really killing this challenge. Uh, some of these people be Aiden, Bemo, Beans. Um, yeah. Just a lot of these people that were, you know, it was shocking to me. Like I, I, when hosting this, I did not expect Beans to automatically come out of the gate and like be a comp beast. So yeah, I thought that that was really interesting. I, I'm, I'm still wondering to this day, you know, if she didn't fly away at that last second, you know, maybe she would have won the head of household competition. Um, mm. But it, it came down to Aiden winning it. Aiden is the first head of household of the season. And uh, his target, his assigned target is Brian and that's interesting i mean i don't know like you know we're left on a cliffhanger we don't know if he's gonna target his assigned target we don't know if he's gonna go for that power immediately like right out of the gate um but this new target twist that we have into the game um I, i gotta give credit where credit's due and my friend my good friend jonas he's the one that created this twist he came up with the idea um it was definitely fabricated a lot. It was, we had to figure out a way to make it work and to make it make sense into how to like assign these targets. But he is the one in my, from what I can remember that was in this production call with all of us that, that threw out the idea for that twist. And he, he kind of just uh, gave us the awesome idea of this season long twist that we ended up going with.
2: Yeah. And it, it adds a whole nother like, Let's say you're just targeting, like in a normal game show, you're just targeting someone because you're not aligned with them. But with this new twist, you want power. So you are going, you, you might have a different alternative motive because of who your target is. And sometimes it might be difficult because they might be in a, like a bigger alliance and you're targeting someone from that alliance and then you're in a bad spot. So it's very interesting to see if people during the season will go for their target or if they'll just be like, nah, like I can wait on the power or if they want to get their power immediately, because I'm not sure if this was in the uh, opening episode, but there's an expiration date on that power. It only lasts yeah. so long. So
0: the, yeah, they. so the viewers, yeah, the viewers don't know, but it is like, I mean, it's fine to say now, but yeah, the, the okay. power will expire um, or this kind of twist will end after, a certain week, can't tell you when, but yep. it does expire and it'll be around the halfway point around when the jury starts. I will say that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I do think that um it's interesting because yeah, we don't tell the house guests where the power uh where this twist ends. So for all they know that they have until the end of the season to keep doing this and to get safety for themselves. So uh I do think that it's a really great twist. I think that it's uh it doesn't it's not like too confusing for a new viewer to understand. I think it's great, and I think um, I think we did a really good job at forming the the twist and making it doable. Um, I'm not sure if anybody really understands how we did it, and I guess I'll I guess I'll kind of like go into it. So if you watch the episode, you see that everybody went outside and there's shulker boxes out there, um, and inside the shulker boxes we had pieces of paper. So before the season started we had to create an algorithm that determined so that like this color would target this color and this color Shulker rocks would target this color and this color would target that color. And we did it so that it was in a loop. So, so two people can't target each other and there can't be like chains of three or it can only be like this person's targeting that person and then that's it. So like everybody has their own individual target. So, The reason for that was we just didn't want to make it too confusing. But the way that we did it is that we just had them pick a color and then inside the shulker box there was just a piece of paper that had nothing to do with anything. It was just so that they felt like they were involved with the picking process. But it was basically the colors that were targeting each other. And we had that Mm -hmm. predetermined on a spreadsheet somewhere and then we figured it out from that. So that's pretty much, I guess a recap of this first episode. We get to meet all 14 of our new uh, house guests, and now they get to kind of... Now they're living with each other for the next 17 and a half hours. That's essentially what's going on. Um, The first week took us three hours to film, and I know that may be crazy, but yes, it it did take us that long. Um, I'm not sure really if there's anything more to really dive into with this first episode. I mean, it was... It was definitely a roller coaster. It took me, I think, two months to edit that one episode, um, just because we had so many conversations to go through, so many key reveals to edit. Like it was, it was a fun time, and I'm glad that it's, I'm glad it's out now, and it's just, it's awesome. So, for any of you out there that have just watched this episode and you're not sure if you're, you know, going to be into this, I, I definitely suggest you stick around because this next episode. Is probably one of the craziest episodes of my show. I think we're ever going to have, and you'll have yeah. to stay tuned for it. And I just, you guys need to stick around for a little bit longer because this season, it, there's a reason why I'm hyping it up the way I am because it just gets so good. Um, mm-hmm. so that's really the first episode, yeah. So we recap the first episode. I kind of want to go through everyone's responsibilities as, as far as like what everyone does the day of like you know why yeah. do we why do we have such a big crew um, so my duties I'll get into that why well, I, I basically I, I'm the host I'm the I'm, I'm running the challenges I'm making sure that everyone's following the rules that we have making sure everyone's not breaking the blocks in the house just simple stuff like that I kind of hop in through conversations here and there just to make sure that I'm caught up in the loop about what's going on in the show. Um, and so that I have a, so that I'm properly filled in and I know what's going on with my own show. Like I got to make sure that I'm in, I'm in the loop. Um, so we have other people there. Uh, so smooth was there for the entirety of the show and he's in there. He's also, he's doing confessionals and he's also in the head of household room the entire time. So smooth, why don't you kind of fill everybody in on your duties for the shooting day?
2: Yeah. So basically what I did is... I was a camera. I think my role was a pro- like a producer. So I was basically, I think we had more than one producer. So there's about like maybe three or four of us mm-hmm. who were basically um, just a second level to uh, Andrew as the host. But basically, what I did is I did a lot of confessionals. And in the main time I recorded in the HOH room and I would just me in there with the head of household. So we always had um Content on what the head of household was thinking because that's a main part of, I mean, maybe the main part of every week yeah. because it's important to what they're going to do and that drives the story. So I wasn't there the entire time. The head of household wants to bring someone in. I knew that for them and all that kind of stuff. So and that was basically my responsibilities. I'm shooting that. I'm not big with like. Uh, like Minecraft and stuff. So I just like with building and that kind of stuff. So I basically yeah. just recorded and, uh, did the head of household room basically the entire time.
0: Exactly. So smooth. You're in the head of household room the entire time. You're, you're filling me in, uh, you know, d- during our breaks to let me know to fill me in on what's yep. going on with in the head of households, uh, you know, in their mind, you're, you're figuring out who they're going to nominate before they nominate them. Just so that production is properly prepared For the outcome of what, like what's about to happen in the game, because like we, Mm -hmm. the moment we're left out of the loop, it's a bad, it's a bad sign. Like we always got to be in the loop of what's going on, just so that we can follow the story and we can make sure we're filming, like we're in the rooms, filming the right conversations. And uh, what maybe we didn't touch up on is like how we do film these conversations, because uh, you know if you're watching the show and you're a viewer and you may not know, like oh well, how like this seems so staged. Like how are they like you know are there just like do, do they have to be in the same room with each other when they talk? So I want to explain this and, and clear the air with this. So we use a client, um, a voice client called Teamspeak Three, and Teamspeak allows you to record your own audio through the client. So imagine back then you had AOL as a, as a as, as like a, as a DM or a, a direct oh. messaging service. That was your way of communicating with somebody, right? Teamspeak is like aol on steroids i would say you you can talk to people there's there's many different voice channels you can go into and so we have a voice channel for every single room inside the big brother house and so when you go into that room you have to be there physically in minecraft so that a cameraman or somebody else that's like on production can like join in that conversation and listen in um because every house guest has their own like quote-unquote mic pack because everyone's recording their own audio so after the season's over all the house guests they'll just send me their audio files via dropbox uh, google drive uh, mega like whatever whatever they need to like they will send me their audio files through some sort of distribution software that i can download uh, all their audio so the reason for this is because i can just simply import all their audio into premiere pro i can I can like focus in on a certain person and like follow a story that way, because the, the, even though that this is a reality competition show, I don't think you guys understand. Like it, there is a, there is a season long story to be told that everybody, all 14 of these people are playing their own games and we have to highlight specific people's games at specific times. So Aiden just won this first head of household, right? So you can expect episode two to kick off with we're gonna follow Aiden to the HOH room and we're gonna listen to what he says next. So, like we Aiden will now become the center of attention for this ep- for this next episode because he is the head of household and he's most likely going to get himself in some water and some he's gonna have blood on his hands because he has he's responsible of nominating two people for eviction. The viewers are also gonna be, you know, concerned as, oh, will he target his assigned target or will he target somebody else? So like Aiden because he won this head of household competition is now a person of interest for production so we're immediately going to follow his story for this next episode um, and the reason why speak is so important is because it's giving us a, a, a like it's giving us the opportunity to follow certain house guest stories uh, just through audio tracks and it's super easy for me while I'm editing if I want to focus in on a certain person like I'll just listen to their audio to see who they talk to and I'll and I'll cut in their conversations in the episode. Um, now, a big part of this, now I want to touch up on, is the visual portions of this show because obviously we're, we're editing audio. We we throw those audio tracks onto the timeline in, in Premiere Pro, but where like where are the visuals coming? Because you can't possibly have like ninety cameras in the house. Like, yeah, we don't. Um, thankfully, we have a mod on Minecraft called Replay Mod. And replay mod allows us to be a fly on the wall as long as I'm recording through my end on replay mod. So like I can go into replay mod. It's basically like theater mode in Halo, if you guys have ever played Halo back in the day. But it allows you to go into this like spectator mode and revisit um, and just revisit the game. So I can like load up Minecraft right now if I wanted to. I can go into replay mod and I can go in and spectate what happened in the game show for whatever week I wanted to, to see. So that's how we're able to go into these rooms. As long as everybody in Minecraft is in their like if they're going into the specific voice channels that they're supposed to be in, like we can follow the story that way. And you know, we can capture all these visuals, through replay mod. And if we didn't get the visuals in replay mod, we have to call up a bunch of people on discord to hop on the server, change their Minecraft skins and act it out. And that's the only thing about the show that's fake is that sometimes we do have to act out certain scenes it does suck, but it, it, it's worth it in the end because you guys want to see correct visuals that match up with the audio. So that's the only really fabricated thing about this. And, uh, you know, we we do these, uh, we call them body acting sessions, but they're, you know, sometimes these sessions take hours, you know, just to, just to do them and we do them for you guys.
1: Yeah, sometimes we need to do like, if there's a scene where someone walks in while someone's talking, sometimes we need to do that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it may you know maybe the day of it didn't look the way we wanted to so we want to redo it and make it more appealing to the viewers so exactly yeah so sometimes we'll have to go in and we'll just reshoot a scene because it's you know personal preference like i want the scene to look a certain way so yeah um so that's kind of an insight on how we film the scenes and how we get the audio um and kind of like smooth has a pretty big role in that he's with the HOH of every week and he's dragging in those people into the voice channel. And he's, he's kind of like, uh, kind of like the assistant to the head of household, because what the head of household does every week is they just sit up in their HOH room and they drag people in and they get some, uh, they get some info from people. And so smooths there the entire time. So, uh, Jay, do you want to kind of go into what your role is during the season?
1: Uh yeah. So sometimes I've done a few different things while we've uh been doing it. Sometimes I help with comps and make sure things are going smoothly. Sometimes I'll uh do some story uh like keeping track of the story to see like who's going where, what what do we need to pay attention to so that Andrew uh can have more of an idea later on. Um I don't know. What would you say my main thing is? I feel like I, I've for season seven, I feel like I was just kind of uh season seven, I mean like yeah, like
0: you and Smooth were were like just the camera guys. Like yeah, we were the, just I, filmed everything yeah, for season yeah. seven. Um, Actually, my
1: computer can't really handle filming anymore, so I just kind of yeah. am there when, when I'm needed. um Anything that needs to be done, I'll go do it. And um, keeping spreadsheets is pretty fun too.
0: Oh yeah, and definitely, you know, some some of the viewers may not understand, but like when the season's live and we're doing the season and it's you know we have a live game going. Uh, our production members we're listening into the conversations you know trying to get trying to figure out what the story is but we're also prepping for the next challenge so we may be you know we have a whole grid of competitions we may have to copy and paste the challenge into the backyard and we may have to prep that and make sure that's all ready and we have this whole new uh veto picking system which you guys are going to see that in the next episode mm-hmm. um we have this new like brand new production room where we have all these uh you know we have a. Uh, we have a member in production. His name is Remote Birch 5 He's an amazing guy. His real name is Thomas. But he's helping us out with all the all the cool Redstone stuff this season, all the command blocks. He's the reason why you see the backyard door sliding up the way it does, like in the real this show. And he's the reason why you're going to see in the next episode uh, the veto-picking ceremony is going to be groundbreaking. It's so f- cool. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just so excited because it's so awesome. Like, you guys get to see... Um, when during the veto picking ceremony, they click a button and a head appears like out of nowhere and sparks fly. It's the coolest thing ever. So definitely keep an eye out for that. And, uh, why don't you guys give some thanks to remote Birch in the comment section of that next episode. Thanks bro, Birch. Yeah, yeah. He definitely. He pulled through and did a lot of cool stuff for us this season. Um, one of them being the uh, infamous Iron Golem comp in the, oh, in, the yes. in the in the preview Forthens. trailer for the season. You may have seen that there's a giant Iron Golem competition during the season <laughs> where it, like has smoke coming out of it. Um, he also hmm. helped us. Uh, there's going to be a competition <laughs> this season called the Black Box, and he helped us uh, oh, yeah. do some redstoning on that competition. So yeah, but I just want to give everybody an idea of like how fast the game really is, even though you know we do this for 17 and a half hours like it's crazy like i would say the first week it took three hours second week took two hours but then every week after that like it's like an hour every week uh or a week every hour that's basically how the game goes and um yeah like since you guys have both played on shows of mine as as like from the contestant perspective how did that affect your strategy, and and did we do a good job at creating a immersive experience like that? Hmm.
1: Well, so I smooth if you don't mind, I'm going to take first because I think no, we should go ahead. because you played in the record breaking show. <laughs> yeah, right. um, season six, if I remember correctly, I think we started around 10 a.m. and then it probably went to like midnight or so. Um, I think season six probably ended up being like uh 13 hours something like that yeah Um, something like that yeah but um yeah so from what i remember it was like i think you guys did a great job of an immersive experience because you you don't even realize how much time is going by at certain points um like i was i just felt like i was playing and i look up at the clock and i'm like oh my god it's been six hours since we started um uh like obviously there's gonna be production snags there's gonna be times where you know it should be going fast but we you know hit something and we have to slow it down Um, but you know, I think the, the, it's so immersive and honestly the fatigue starts to hit you by the end and you're like, Oh my God. And there's always that post game show. Like you just pass out. You're like, Oh "Oh my God. Didn't even realize how tired I was. And then I get on my bed and I'm like, Oh my God. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, those post those post game showers oh, are yeah. al- always mm-hmm. always the best. You cannot go wrong mm-hmm. with a post game shower. Um now smooth yeah. I want to touch up on on your on the game well, show that yeah. you played on. You played on one of yeah. the most well-known survivors out of all the game show communities out there. Uh, it's Minecraft Survivor Nightmare Island. I will say that this <laughs> was a nightmare of a season to host because it took 17 and a half hours for some reason, yeah. though, it felt like like when doing Nightmare Island, it felt like it took so much longer than we did season eight because mm-hmm. season eight took almost the same amount of time. But how was the fatigue like? F- you know, because we try to make this experience immersive, and obviously, when you're playing real Survivor, you're on an island, you're getting fatigued. So, do you think that the fatigue of the amount of time you're playing the show? Do you think that that plays an appropriate part of of uh? of the you know play you know the immersive experience in the game
2: for sure yeah i mean i know for nightmare island jay said that they started at 10 we started at 2 p.m and we went to 7 a.m so it was like more 7 30 a.m actually yeah. it was and like i literally remember playing that game and i watched the sunrise out of my window <laughs> it was terrible at least for like that part but i mean for me at least it was, it's, yeah, fatigue plays a huge role. I mean, when you're playing a game for that long and you're awake for 17 and a half hours and even longer than that, it's, you your strategy starts to get worse. You start to not think correctly. And just looking at a screen for that long, it just messes with your mind. And it's almost like, yeah, it is like the real show in a sense. I mean in the real like at least for survivor you're not getting sleep you're not getting sleep for 17 and a half hours when we played nightmare island Mm -hmm. and i remember like at least my strategy later into the game just got worse and worse because um during the end i was just like all right all i have to do is win immunities like i had no backup plan i did like i was just like i just need to win immunities or i'm going home and that's eventually what happened because i had no backup plan to fall back on so I think fatigue plays a huge role and it's almost hard to explain it until you experience it once you experience it you will understand why it is so difficult to play a game for that long because it gets tough in the end and you are almost not the same person at the end of it
0: so I want to ask both of you since you guys have both played before and do you guys recommend other people to apply? Is it worth it? Should they do it?
2: Hundred percent. Yes. 100%. I mean, I mean, doing that game was probably the most fun I've ever had in this community. And there may be some crazy times in it, but it was it will be an experience you never forget. Yeah. Oh, for 100%. sure.
1: Yeah, one million percent. It's it's. I would I would do it again in a heartbeat. Just mm-hmm. it would be it's it's such a fun experience um it's unlike any other like as someone who's played in a lot of other game shows and a lot of other yeah. uh you know filmed things it's like this is this is an experience like no other like this is just it's it's an insane day um you know like it obviously depends on how far you make it but it can because your yeah. your insane day could be 2 hours long but um it's it's just awesome it's just such an amazing time
0: all right. So now I want to ask you guys real quick, what are what are you both looking forward to with this uh, with this ne- like the upcoming shows? Like what what should the viewers expect from us? What are we currently working on?
1: Uh, Eternal Oasis is in post-production. Yes, sir. Um, it wrapped up filming uh, a little while ago. Um, so that's going to be an amazing one to look at. Oh, I think yeah. that's, that, that blows out uh, Nightmare Island, no, no oh, offense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, No, I <laughs> 100%
2: agree. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I think that that'll be really fun. And then, you know, I, I think they mentioned it earlier, but we're even looking ahead to season nine of, of Big Brother. Oh, we're, yeah. we're trying to figure out what we're doing next. Like, you know, we finish up a game show, and then the next day, Andrew will message me and be like, so what if we do this twist next <laughs> time? And I'm like, it's crazy, because it's like, the minds never stop working, especially Andrew, but our whole production team. Like, everyone is always just... Yeah going hard trying to figure out like okay what what ideas would be cool we have a whole chat of like twists in our uh production discord Mm -hmm. where we just talk about like you know oh this would be cool how about this i saw this somewhere um i used this in a in a game one time and it works really well what if we try it here? (laughs) yeah and yeah we're already looking forward to big brother season nine and andrew runs this like a tight ship where we already have a schedule when we're probably gonna film um like some some Mm -hmm. other projects Yeah. Um, yeah yeah he already has some some stuff blocked off um and it's just it's it's very uh it's very crazy to see how far ahead like you said we started doing season eight in J- july of 2022 yeah, it's been almost a year, almost ago, a year yeah. and now it's gonna come out um it really just gives a big like uh kind of authenticity to the show i guess because it's like that's how it would really work if it was a real uh, yeah like movie.
2: Yeah. we're also. I mean, this is a bit of like a plug, but we're also doing RealityCon.
0: Oh yeah, oh production. yeah.
2: And why that is so big is because it almost it introduced a new wave of players. I came from BBCon, like mm-hmm. uh, I think it was a little bit after I got introduced. A lot of people in this community, like Jason, I think, was also there. Joey,
1: yeah,
2: all, a lot of these people came from the first BBCon. And now we're working on production for Reality Con. Oh, yeah. And it is going to be so much fun. So a little bit of a plug. If mm. you guys can come out, for sure come out because it's going to be a blast. I know I'm going to have fun with that. I think we're all going to have fun with yeah, that. Yeah, it's going to be super and fun. And you can meet some of us, you know? Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
0: We're going to be there. We're going to be doing panels. Just kind of be doing like live podcasts for you guys at this event. So basically mm-hmm. what Reality Con is, if you guys haven't heard any other announcements about it, uh, we're still in the... Preparation stages for it. We're going to be working on it for the next few months, but uh, reality con is going to be a celebration It's going to be an online convention that you guys can hop on our server. You can hang out with us There's gonna be panels meet and greets There's gonna be mini games from the actual shows that you guys watch that you guys can compete in and That's really it. There's gonna be huge announcements being made at the events Uh, I'll probably end up showing a preview for the next survivor. I'm doing there, which is awesome. Uh, so I mean that's pretty much it. That's like that's really in our arsenal of like what's to come at this point. We have so much more that we're currently working on. Um that our other production members that couldn't make it to this podcast today, that they're actively every day we're 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 talking and we're discussing about how we're gonna make awesome uh more shows for you guys. So that's that's really where we're at. Um so at the moment for what you guys to expect next, next week. We're going to have a new podcast episode. We're going to try to get the evicti from the next episode on, and we're going to try to get some other people that were involved with this episode, uh, possibly the head of household Aiden and some other people that were involved with this, uh, you know, with this week. So look out for that. Yeah. We're going to do some, uh, you know, some postseason uh, exit interviews. It'll be a really fun time. We'll hopefully have Jaden smooth there again. Um, oh, yeah. do you guys have any last words before we close off this podcast? First episode, yeah.
1: It's a very um, fun idea and I'm having
2: a great time already.
0: Hell yeah. yeah it's going to be an
2: amazing season. Yeah, just keep watching because you do not want to miss a second of this season.
0: For, for sure. sure. Yeah, that's that's for sure. All right, guys. I appreciate everybody for coming out today and listening to this podcast. If you made it all the way here, like, I mean, you're just a real one and you definitely are a diehard fan of what we do here. And I appreciate that. I think all of us do appreciate that. So if you have made it this far, remember, to come back next week listen to our next one uh make sure to keep on updated with big brother minecraft season eight and the next few projects coming out soon uh definitely join my discord server um in the description of this podcast we'll probably have a link for it if you want to join the community uh also you can check out my youtube channel i have a bunch of links there too so if you want to join our our growing community of awesome individuals definitely join our discord server And uh, we may host some awesome fun game nights for you guys, too. We may host some uh, unrecorded game shows as well. So definitely want to get involved with that. Um, And yeah, that's it. So from outside the Big Brother house, from the On The Block podcast with Andrew Yalo, Jaden, and Smooth, I'm Andrew Yalo, and we'll see you guys next week.